Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for those who have lost their jobs, Father. Many have lost their job in the beginning of the year. And Lord, it's not being publicized in the news, Father. But, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we don't depend on the news because, Lord, word of mouth is, is, is the most important to, to spread the word. And, Lord, I pray for those individuals who lost their jobs and some was forced to move to another state or some was forced to move to another country. But, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, I pray for those individuals who, who had to change or hope been laid out father i pray for strength pray for those who was fired whether it's wrongfully or whether it's cut back and lord you restore them father in the name of jesus and lord i thank you lord lord god there are many jobs in heaven lord we pray for your heavenly jobs to be on earth lord you say in your word let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven lord we pray for your your Lord, I pray for heaven's wealth. I pray for heaven's power. I pray for heaven's strength in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we thank you. And Lord, I lift up all the ministers in the fivefold. And Lord, that's, that needs help. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, I lift up those who, who have dealt with the changes in the tax laws uh, that they weren't even aware of. But in the name of Jesus, Get them away. Give them a way of escape. Give them a new way, a new, a new way, Father. To to, and Lord, I pray for extra income to pay for the additional taxes. And Lord, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, you created wealth for all the continents, all the countries in the world. And Lord, we ask your audit, Father, that you audit these countries, Lord. Lord, we. In your word, you say the wealth of the wicked is stored up for the righteous. And Lord, we need your, Lord, we need your your love. Lord, we need your guidance, Father. And Father God, you are sovereign. And Lord, we need your guidance in different areas of our life in the name of Jesus. And Father God, no weapon formed against us. Saints will prosper. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray that the men will be fathers again, that Lord, the men will, will come back to their children. In the name of Jesus, we bind and rebuke confusion of the enemy. And Father God, I pray for oneness in families. I pray for oneness in companies. I pray for oneness in the church in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. And today, I'm not going to be before you long. But today, you know, I want to talk about uh, a, uh, the indicators of an evil heart. How uh, many times we think our heart is right with God, 
and we think our heart is right with our mate, our heart is right with our children, our heart is right at jobs. But I just want to say, an evil heart is not a good thing. You know, uh, uh, dealing with an evil heart is not always evil, easy. And then a lot of times, um, I learned this for a woman of God. She always say, stop justifying your sins. And with an evil heart, you justify why you do what you do. You know, I'm guilty. I remember a time, I said, well, they don't pay me enough, so I'm not going to do the work. Um, they don't pay me but $7 an hour, I'm going to do $7 an hour work to job, or work. And that's not God. That that was that was evil. I feel like I didn't have to work hard. But when I accept that position, I accept the pay. So I don't have no excuses. But many of us did some evil things. But that's why we have the Holy Spirit to show us in our wrong. You know, uh, I, I was I was dealing with a situation. And the, and the Lord quickened me. He said, son, you did the same thing. He said, you, he said I showed you mercy. Showed this individual's mercy. I said, but Lord, they should know better. But the Lord never told me when I did what they did that you should know better. The Lord forgave me, and I dealt with the consequences. So God quickened me. But he taught me to communicate and to be real with the situation. And a lot of times, an evil heart misleads. It lies. It avoids taking responsibility. It, it denies reality. It makes up stories and withholds information. So when you're dealing with an evil heart, these are things we all have done. I did all of them. We, we made up stories. I mean, the most common thing when we, you know, coming up, you from the south, um, you know, we avoid not getting a whooping. <laughs> so what we do, we we lie to get out of a whooping. We are we lie to get out of trouble. So the Lord uh, say that's an evil heart because we I didn't want to take responsibilities of getting a whooping or getting punishment. Are getting grounded, so we we need God to help us. A lot of times, you know, I, you know, in some cases, I, I remember this was common. But thank God, from my knowledge, my mom and dad never did rental center. I never seen them do rental center or or those type of places. But I do some people need to get those people stuff. And say, oh, somebody robbed them. Somebody stole their stuff. Or they didn't want to pay it. They didn't want to answer the door. So, but we have to be real. We we have to be honest. And and I did some wrong things. Uh, I wasn't always the the right person. I always I had my times of mischievousness. But we need to look at these things. 
we have to look at these things. I'm going to go to Psalms 10 and 7. It says, um, read not the NIV version, say his mouth is full of lies and threats. Trouble and evil are under his tongue. So his mouth is full of lies and threats. And trouble and evil are under his tongue. Amen. I'm going to go to Psalms 109, 2 through 5. For the people who are wicked and deceitful have opened their mouth against me. They have spoken against me with lying tongues. With words of hate, they surrounded me. They attacked me without a cause. In return for my friendship, they accused me. But I am a man of prayer. They repay me evil for good and hatred for my for my uh, friendship. And I was reading uh, Moses and uh, the children of Israel and how the children of Israel was moaning. They moaned hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years about the strict uh, slavery of Pharaoh. And we look at it, Pharaoh... Um, made it harsh. He made it harder. And then when they came out of Egypt into the wilderness, it was in the wilderness for a period of 40 years. And they blamed God. Oh, we ate better at Pharaoh. Oh, Pharaoh was good to us. And ain't no good to where Pharaoh wasn't good to him. So reading through that, I see that's an evil heart. I have learned some people want to stay where they're at. And a lot of times I'm learning the hard way, but I'm learning now that it don't even have to be hard. That what what do and not everybody wants to be out this situation. And you and you you say, well, what can I do to to enlighten them? What can I do to change their mind? Not everybody want to get out this situation. Because some people rather keep some drama, some evilness, than the change. Matthews twelve thirty thirty four through thirty five. Matthew. Thirty-four and thirty-five. It says, "It says, you brood of snakes." And read not the NLV version. How could an evil man like you speak what is good and right? For whatever is in your heart determines what you say. A good person produces good things from the treasure of a good heart. And an evil person 
produces evil things from the treasure of an evil heart. And I and I tell you this, you must give an account on judgment day for every idle word you speak. The words you say will either acquit you or condemn you. Amen. So and the next time I uh, talk on say evil hearts are experts at fooling others with a smooth speech and flattering words. You know, um, I'm gonna say this: if if you ever dated, I remember a time when we had guys that was players and women that are players as well. And we thought they were so smooth when we watched Shaft and uh, Dynamite and James Bond. And, you know, we've we seen these uh, men who, and that flatter women that do smooth speech. But, uh, but when you find people that, that have those traits, they have an evil heart because they're trying to get what they want. They're trying to get something that um, that uh, they have, instead of doing what's right to get it, they have to go by a different way. They have to go by being negative and conscious. And we all guilty. You know, sometimes we we lie at times and we fuss and say, well, if I make a fuss, or I, if I be smooth, I get what I want. Those, these are things, uh, evident symptoms of an evil heart. So we're gonna go to Matthew twenty six and fifty nine. Matthew 26 and 59. Inside the leading priest and the entire high council was trying to find witnesses who would lie about Jesus so they could put him to death. But even though they found many who agreed to give false witness, they could not use anyone's testimony. Finally, two men came forward who declared, this man said, I am able to destroy the temple of God and rebuild it in three days. These are symptoms of a, these are part of an evil heart. You have people today who are allowed to get in a position, allowed to get get a promotion, but these are evil hearts. Amen? They did it to Jesus. Because you think about it, they, you know, if you read through the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, there there was no concrete, nothing, nothing can stick because Jesus came in the truth. Jesus came for life, health, and strength, but not everybody liked life, health, and strength. Whereas life, there's change. For example. When a tree in bushes, um, I know if you have a tree up bushes, 
They need trimming. They need pruning. And as they grow, and you say, well, they're not growing like they should. And, and you say, oh, I need to cut this, these dead leaves off. I need to cut the dead branches off. I need to cut this off where it can grow. Um, I was I was blessed. Um, my uh, I was blessed, and it was uh, it was a a woman of God, and uh, she was preaching, and she was saying when well, something, everything grow has to have correction. And you you can't grow in Christ and don't receive correction. You get you got to correct correction. You have to be judged. Some you have to go through judgment by someone that's a mentor. So when a person when I find a person that don't want to get corrected or don't want to change, that that's a sign they have an evil heart. The Bible says a wise man has will change, but a a fool will never change. And and I wonder, say, Lord, we how many fools are out there? But they don't want to change. They see it this way and only this way. Amen. Evil heart crave and demand control. And their highest authority is their own self reference. Now, an evil heart craves and demands control. You cannot control God. You cannot, and, you know, I, I watch different movies, and they say, oh, I'm my own resume. You can't be your own resume. Someone has to, you, I'm going to put it like this. In order to create a resume, you must first have accomplishments and awards. And even with a resume, you have to complete lessons or, or you have to complete classes. So you can't you cannot say you your own person. And with lessons and with growth, there's gonna be correction, there's gonna be you you have to listen. And most control freaks that I I ran across, control freaks, whether male or female, they want to be in control, but they lack knowledge and they lack understanding. See, they want to control, and that was a problem with Jezebel. Jezebel thought she can run King Ahab's job, but she was looking from the outside in. And she wanted control, but she lacked self-control, and she lacked wisdom. And also, she lacked a relationship with God. And if you don't have those factors, how can you lead? Because if you know how to control, it does not mean you know how to lead. You just learn how to manipulate to get your way. I've never seen an army. You know, they say empires crumble because empires always want to be in control, but they also lack understanding. They also lack balance. They also lack self-control. 
So these are the things uh, indicate an evil heart. You cannot, you, you, you know, one thing I noticed, some people are so worried about the outside appearance, but their hearts are evil. I remember I came across, you know, when I was younger, you find these mean, mean church mothers and mean deacons. And they, the church mother was always so focused on, girl, you better have that long skirt. That skirt, you know, they, they focus on appearance. You can't wear no makeup. There's just a bit. You can't do this. You can't do that. But a lot of them had unforgiveness and bitterness and and hatred. And, and what I know, that a lot of them had some evil hearts. And, and even those who are in religious settings, they want to control and if you don't give, a curse going to come upon you. But that's not fair. I remember I grew up where I was going to a church, and and they gave a minimum three times a day. But they always use scripture reference to persuade people to give. Oh, you gotta, you, you gotta, gotta bring gift to the priests. Or, you know, you gotta bring a gift to the Levites. And I watch people give and give and give. I've seen people lost houses and cars. Some people lost jobs. Some people lost their mind. You know, because you expect that when a person say the Lord said, you expect that they ain't going to lie on the Lord. So over time, I learned to be balanced. I learned to be more aware. And I've seen that happen. But they they come with more control and more control until the point that people just start leaving one by one. Oh, people, people can't stand under the pressure of the anointing. They ain't had nothing to do with it. People that gave and gave and gave and served the church, they weren't getting blessed by it. They weren't getting appreciated. And I tell anybody, you got to appreciate the people who serve you in your life. You have to appreciate them. You have to say thank you. Send a card sometime. And it and in the kingdom of God, it's not about control. You know what I find amazing? Men and women of God want to control the members. But God don't control us. God say, if you do this, fine. If you don't, fine. If you don't obey me, these are the consequences. If you obey me, these are the blessings. So God is not a control, a person of control. It's like, oh, you going to do what I say? No, he's going to give you options. And people that are in hell are in hell because of their own sins. Proverbs 21 and 24. 
Proverbs 21, 24 say, Mockers are proud and hardy. They act with boundless arrogance. In verse 25, it says, Despite the desires, the lazy will come to ruin, for their hands refuse to work. And I came across, you know, um, church backgrounds. I came across people in general that they don't want to work. They just want to control. So they, and it's just like, you got to put in something to get something out. You know, I, I see so many people want it well. You know, in Texas, we have the lotto system. You got the Texas lotto, you got the Powerball, got the pick three, you got the Texas two-step. But in order to be a winner, you have to invest. You know, if you want to win a lotto, you got to pay a dollar, I don't know, a dollar two more to get to put your uh, numbers into the drawing. That's the same one of the things of God. People want to control, but they don't want to invest. In order to withdraw money out of the bank, you first have to make a deposit. Amen. Amen. Evil heart plays on the sympathy of goodwill people, often trump the grace card. Uh, first, we're going to go to Jude 1 and 4. I say this because some ungodly people that warm their way into your churches saying that God, Margaret Grace, allow us to live immortal lives. The condemnation of such people was recorded long ago, for they have denied our only Master and Lord Jesus Christ. So, as Paul said, do you continue seeing way while grace still abide? No. No. So we have to look at our heart. You know, if you if you got all these secrets and dark secrets, okay, you, everybody got some secrets, but you need to come to God about it. You're going to have to come to God about it. You just have to. Because, you know, in the Bible, it states, there's no spot and wrinkle. God looking for a person, people without spot or wrinkle. It means your spirit. But the Holy Spirit tells us how to do things. And as a people, we got to say, I'm sorry. We have to say, Lord, forgive me. That was wrong and have to change. But if we don't want to change, oh, well, they just don't want to change. But you've got to change. The only way you're going to walk this walk in God, you have to change some things. Because, I'm, and I'm speaking from experience, if every 
It's just like when I thought I have accomplished something, God shows me another side about me. When I say, oh, Larry, are you, you're doing good. You're making progress. But each dimension God takes me on, there is some more revealing of things I have to change. I was reading this. There's a post on Instagram. Say sometimes God will expose how people really feel about you during a small misunderstanding. And what I learned, and I and I have came across this in the past. When you accidentally, you know, it's times I messed up on directions. And I might have said, make a right, you should make a left, or make a left instead of making a right. And I had people to blow up. And I said, well, why you didn't call me? Well, you said, uh, I didn't, I, you know, and they go off the rampage because of some small misunderstanding. And, and I'm guilty of that, too. I blow up on people. But I have to check what's in my heart, and when I and it's just like I had some unresolved issues, and I had some unforgiveness because when I I was approached by attitude a certain situation, I, I ramp out, I just trip. And I said, Lord, I need help with this, but I had some unforgiveness, or you know, having a smart mouth are sarcastic all the time. It's a difference between you joke around, laugh, but there's a time when you sarcastic all the time. When you have a smart mouth all the time, there is some unforgiveness. And 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 there's some things that you're dealing with. So when you I always pray across the mind you gotta say some sarcastic or smart mouth or negative. You have to check your heart. Well, Lord, it's them because in 1979, they, they, I bought a half a gallon of ice cream and they melted on purpose. Or, and, and there's no reason to be sarcastic. There's no reason to have a smart mouth. Amen. Amen. Last one. Evil hearts have no conscience. And no remorse. All right. And some people might call, oh, no, I just, I just don't have no, I kind of gave it to the Lord. You're a liar. You didn't give it to the Lord. You, you just, you just don't have no conscience. But you did your wrong and you don't care. And you tell people, oh, I gave it to the Lord. No, you just don't care. There's a thing that when you be distracted and you deal with things and you say, oh, Lord, or someone wrongs you, and you give it to the Lord, you say, well, Lord, I give, this, I give this over to you. But there's a place you can be nasty to people and say, well, they shouldn't look at me this way. But you don't have no remorse. But you say you gave it to the Lord. But you was being nasty or you was being evil or you was being inconsiderate. So we have to check our hearts. But God is looking at, at our hearts. And when and that's scary. 
You know, I'm going to tell you this. I, you know, um, I, I did this one time, and I, I cussed a person out. And, and I said, you know, I said some things. And afterwards, I had to repent. Because I said, well, Lord, they did X, Y, and Z, A through Z. They didn't do just X, Y, and Z. They did some stuff A through Z. Every sin in the alphabet. And I say, Lord, forgive me. Forgive me. Forgive me, Lord. I had to repent to that person. And even with lying. When you find yourself lying, and it starts off with small lies. And, and they get a bigger lie. And then you start twisting it. And you have no conscience or remorse. You need to check your heart. You need to check your heart. We go to Second Corinthians eleven thirteen through fifteen. Second Corinthians eleven thirteen through fifteen. Eleven thirteen through fifteen. He said. These people are false apostles. They are deceitfully workers who disguise themselves as apostles of Christ. But I'm not surprised. Even Satan disguised himself as an angel of light. So it's no wonder that his servant also disguised himself as servants of righteousness. In the end, they will get their, get their punishment, the wicked, these they deserve. We go to Proverbs 2. 14 through 15. They take pleasure in doing wrong, and they enjoy twisted ways of evil. Their actions are crooked, and their ways are wrong. Amen. So, when you find yourself having no conscience or no remorse of the sin you've done, you need to check yourself. Now, I'm not saying, and I'm just being honest, it's certain things we come across, like in paying bills and we don't have the money to pay it, or just different things in life, the unexpected that you didn't know that when you did a, get your car fixed, it was going to cost three, four hundred over. But I ain't talking about those things. I'm talking about purposely neglecting responsibilities or purposely neglecting the things of God. When God deals with you and says, well, I'm going to use myself as I'm Larry, you need to tell the truth about that. Oh, Lord, I don't need to do all that. It ain't their business. And me holding back causes pain. It causes friction. And there's a point I did, when I was in the world, and and I'm not going to say I was a sinner. No, I grew up in a church and I knew better. But the more dirt I did, the less and less conscious. And I just, I ain't had no conscious. I do it over and over and it get bigger and bigger until I create a big mess. So what I'm just telling everybody today, go back and say, Lord, forgive me. 
Lord, deliver me of this evil heart. This evil heart didn't come overnight. If, if you look at children, and I watch children, you know, and, you know, children are just um, just great personality. But an evil heart is taught. An evil heart, when I say taught, I mean you got you was taught bad advice. Like you got your first heartbreak. Or all dudes, all men ain't no good. All girls ain't no good. Uh, you, you, somebody of another race fire you. Oh, all them people ain't no good. Those things are taught, and then you get and you get you get a, a a bad attitude towards it. All cops are the same. They give everybody a ticket. They gotta meet their quota. But regardless, you have to give your heart up to God. We've been doing things on our own for many years. And it's time to give it your heart back to God. Give your heart to God. Say, God, help me on my evil way. But we got our, some of our thoughts. Our thoughts are more wicked, a wicked than a person um, that that's a serial killer. If you continue to have wicked thoughts, you need to check what I've been putting in my heart. Whatever you put in your heart is going to radiate through through your spirit. Who has God? God help me with my evil heart. And in attitudes and and nasty ways, yeah. it comes from unforgiveness. You have unforgiveness when you have nasty ways. You have unresolved issues. And and I'm gonna tell you this. This time we got to avoid ignorant people. You got some people, they ain't no spirit. The devil been left them, but that's their flesh. And when you find yourself always arguing and saying something smarter, you got to check your heart. When you always got to, you got to uh, always got to fight and. People are missing. You got to check your heart. Because it's eventually going to catch up with us. And I used to work in a nursing home, and I heard so many stories. But but I wonder, if all the children stop fooling with their parents, what, what, what part did you play? Like, I'm going to be honest. I've been divorced, and even though I dealt with some 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 things, I had to go back and say these are parts I played in this too. I should have did this differently. I should have said this differently. Even with jobs, to said that differently. But that's why it's important that we need elders. And elders is not always uh, a term of old or older person. It's a mature person to teach us and say, well, when come to you, how shall I go by this? Elders are important. And you got to pray for elders because some mature people can't hold cold water, warm water. They can't hold an empty glass. They just going to tell it. You got to use wisdom with that. So I just want to tell everybody, 
you know, um, today I, I was, it, it shocked me, you know, uh, Kobe Bryant, he passed away. Yeah. A basketball player. It, it shocked me. And, and I, and it, it hit because, you know, he's well known. He's a young man, 41 years old. But I don't know how his relationship with the Lord, I don't know. But nobody here knows when you're going to die. That's right. Not one person. If mm-hmm. you know when you're going to die, it's a mm-hmm. blessing, but I don't think nobody knows. Even Jesus don't know when the Father is coming. Mm-hmm. So I'm just telling everybody today, we all deal with something, but become clean with it. So at the end of the day, as this preacher was saying, this, uh, Pastor Mike, when your resources are gone, God is your source. Amen. And That's so right. a lot of times, God is our source. But we can be the block. We can be the hindrance of getting the sources that we need from God. Mm-hmm. God some of y'all, God's saying, you need to truly forgive your mama. Well, Lord, I forgave her many times. I say, you need to forgive her and let that go. Some of y'all, your daddy been dead for over 20 years. God say, let go of your dad. Some of y'all still mad at your brother that didn't pay pay your money. He died and ain't paid your money back. Gone to glory. Some of y'all mad at your old boss for firing you, but the, the boss gave you 30 warnings. So you got to let some stuff go and and be happy. Now, you ignorant people, hey, they just ignorant. But you got to let go because God, it, you know, unforgiveness is like a wall. It'll block your blessings. Okay, imagine this. Every time you have unforgiveness, it, it's like a brick wall. And through the brick wall, nobody can't throw the blessing over the wall. They can't come through the wall with the blessing. They can't dig a hole under the wall to get a blessing. Unforgiveness is a hindrance of blessing. Unforgiveness is a hindrance of blessing. Unresolved issues. Evilness, sin. And Lord, why I do this? Why I keep doing this? I'm just telling everybody. Yes, we we born in the sin, we shape in iniquity. But don't use that excuse to keep on sinning. Don't use that excuse to keep doing what you want to do. As a basketball player passed away today. And some of y'all, I know this other man of God, his his dad passed away. And it was it just um, one, two, three deaths in January. Three deaths. And some of y'all might know more deaths. Now, these things happen. You need to really get before God. Because today could have been your day. 
go to heaven or hell. Choose this day whom you're going to serve. As God says, God, I got some way. I say, Lord, I got some deceit. Lord, Lord, I got some hatefulness. We need help. We can't do this by ourselves. Amen? Amen. Amen. Anyone want to give your life to the Lord or rededicate your life to the Lord, it's important that you do that. This tomorrow is not promised to you. Next week is not promised to you. But give your life to the Lord. Give your life to the Lord. Amen. Give your life to the Lord. Anybody want to give your life to the Lord? Or he did give your life to the Lord. Repeat after me and say, Lord Jesus, I need you. Thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. I open the door of my life. And receive you, Lord and Savior. Thank you for giving my sin and giving me eternal life. Take control of the throne of my life. Make me the kind of person you want me to be. Amen. I thank God for everybody that's here. Um, thank the Lord for those who gave your life to the Lord, and rededicate your life to the Lord. And also, uh, actually, you to go to a church in your area. also encourage you to read the Bible, starting from Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And I also encourage you to pray, which is talk to God. And also encourage you attend Bible study and Sunday school your church offering. Amen. Amen. Thank God for everybody. Do anyone have any testimonies? You can pray from one to unmute. Any prayer requests? There's one to unmute. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I would like for you to, to pray that the Lord just. Keep on blessing me and just keep uh, blessing me and keep keep me in my right mind. Amen. Thank you, Mother. Thank God for you. You know, the um, the Lord said he can keep you if you want to be kept. 
And the Lord say, give, give him your mind. Say, Lord, and, and you do this in your your private times. So give your mind to the Lord. Say, Lord, help my mind. Lord, help my mind. And the Lord say, he needs you to start, uh, just start interceding for the young people. Intercede for the young people. Intercede, intercede. For Father God, I lift up mother unto you. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, I speak the mind of Christ. I speak the mind of Christ. I speak, Lord, create a clean heart, O Lord, and renew the right spirit within her. And Lord, I just say thank you for changing the things of mother. And Lord, I even pray that it's in your word that her latter days will be far greater than her former. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, as God, you continue to bless her, she'll begin to bless others. And Lord, she'll be a blessing so you can bless her. And Lord, we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Do anyone else have a prayer request? Prophet Lara, I have a request, please. Yes, ma'am. Go ahead. All right. Um, um, my brother was um, diagnosed with uh, colon cancer. And, um, well, it was in a smaller town. And this past weekend, we had him transferred. So they were going to do surgery in a smaller town, but the oncologist here says he may not even need surgery. So um, not only do I want you to pray that, you know, the, the Lord will heal him and show him, but, but I want him saved as well. You know, woman of God, as you was talking, the Lord say, go to the hospital. And go pray for your brother. Go up there when you get time and just pray for him. You pray for him. And it by soul. And as you pray for him, ask him, say, do you want to give your life to the Lord? Mm-hmm. That's plain and simple. And say, after you pray, say, do you want to give your life to the Lord? And he start coming up with excuses, say, no. Do you want to give your life to the Lord? He say, if you give your life to the Lord, Lord will take care of the rest. See, sometimes we got to stop saying, I ain't trying to hear no excuses. He says, you want to give your life to the Lord? Mm-hmm. Yes or no? Because he know. He know God. Mm-hmm. He know God. But ask him, say, give your life to the Lord. Well, my life ain't right. Yeah, none of our life right. But God will make it right if you want him to. Amen. Amen. What's your brother's first name? Earl. Earl? Mm-hmm. Earl, amen. Thank you, Father. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, as Earl is resting, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, prepare Earl's heart. 
to receive you in the name of Jesus. Father God, send your ministering angels to minister to Earl in his sleep, Father, in the name of Jesus. And Father God, yeah, by the Lord, you holding back the enemy so he can make a wise decision. Because Lord, Earl knows you in the name of Jesus. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray for peace for Pastor Claire. That Lord, I even pray for favor for Earl. Once Earl accept you, Father, in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I pray that Earl will accept you so he can know the blessings of you, Father. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, and woman of God, when Earl accept Jesus, things going to instantly change in his life. Amen. Thank you, Lord. God, everybody do. People say, oh, I'm, uh, God, you know, people say, I'm waiting on God. No, God's waiting on you. Amen. Earl knows God. Amen. God knows Earl. And Father God, I speak deliverance in his life. Thank you, Lord. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray for some miracles to be in that hospital. Not only okay. for Earl, but for many patients. I speak miracles in that hospital. Lord, in the, in the name of Jesus, when people walk in that hospital, they're going to feel your presence. Because the earth and the fools thereof belongs to you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Any more prayer requests? Uh, Prophet Larry, I know you just prayed for me, but I want you to pray for my grandson. He has a touch of cervical palsy, and uh, sometimes his muscles draw in his legs. So I want you to pray that Lord will deliver that drawing out of his. Well, just pray, and the Lord going to do his will anyway. Yes, Lord. Father, Father God, in the name of Jesus. That, Lord, you said in your word, by your stripes, he is healed. But in the name of Jesus, we bind and rebuke the spirit of infirmity. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I speak healing. And, Lord, it's already done. And, Father God, I speak healing to his mind. And, Lord, I thank you for miracles for her grandson. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, as Jesus said when when. Uh, he was healing a crippled boy, and a Pharisee said, "Oh, his his, his parents must have sinned." No, Jesus said, "This, uh, this um, when the little boy got healed, Jesus said, this is for the glory of my Father.' And Father God, when you heal this her grandson, this give God the glory in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we love you and we thank you." In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Any more prayer requests? Amen, amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. Well, I'm coming to a close. I just want to tell everybody, pray. I want to tell, I want to act. I don't know if some of y'all did your taxes. And I don't know if you did them or have not did it. You looked at, but pray over your taxes. Mm-hmm. Pray over your taxes. Pray over your taxes. 
Pray over your bills. Mm-hmm. Pray over your paycheck. Mm-hmm. Start giving your tithes and offering again. We are all slack in tithes and offering. Give them again. So God can rebuke the boss for your sake. Amen? Amen. Amen. Well, I'm closing in prayer. Heavenly Father, we love you. We thank you. Lord, I speak change in the atmosphere. I speak change in in the climate of this world. I speak change. Ah, by the Lord, I speak the Holy Ghost fire upon your people. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, I just say thank you. Well, Father God, I pray for souls to come to Christ. And Lord, we love you. And Lord, we thank you. The blood of Jesus over our children. In the name of Jesus, we bind and rebuke every torment spirit. We bind and rebuke every bullying spirit. In the name of Jesus, we bind and rebuke every lying spirit, every demonic spirit over our children and those who have grandchildren, nieces and nephews. In the name of Jesus. And Lord, we pray for a week of blessings. We pray for a week of miracles in the name of Jesus. That Lord, we'll be able to to manage the miracles, to manage the blessings. And, Lord, we love you, and, Lord, we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. I want to tell everybody good night. Be blessed that Jesus loves you, and I do too. Good night, everyone, and Lord's will. I will return again next week on February 2nd. February 2nd. Amen. I will return again. But I want everybody to have a good week. And remember, read a proverb a day and pray. Pray without mm-hmm. ceasing. Say, mm-hmm. If my people that are called by my name will arm themselves, mm-hmm. turn, turn from their wicked ways and pray. Yes, Lord. Yes. Seek your faith, I shall heal their land. And the yes. prayers of the righteous avail it much. Pray, pray. You know, the day I was talking to a mother, and I say two mm-hmm. things people don't want to do. They don't want to pray or drink water. Mm-hmm. You need mm-hmm. more prayer. You need more water. Amen. Mm-hmm. I want to just thank God for everybody. For Lord's will, mm-hmm. I will see. I will see y'all next Sunday. But God bless you. Good night, everyone. And Jesus oh, loves you, you, and I do too. Mm-hmm. Good night, everyone. Good night. Love you. Good night. Love you, too. God bless. Bye-bye. God bless. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.